Hello and welcome to the 14th installment of the Extreme Hardware podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I am joined by a very loud, noisy, and ADHD Chris. I don't have ADHD anymore. The doctor said so. <laughs> right. Okay, perfect. So, along with Chris, we have our certified manlet, five uh, foot, one inch short man, <laughs> Simmons. Yeah, we're just running with that, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> look, I, look, I know you're five foot... 0.05 inches, but oh I, round, I rounded it up for you, you know? <laughs> I don't know, it seems one. like you keep stepping down like an inch every week. Yeah, it's only four. It's okay. Seven. People, uh, people <laughs> start to shrink as they get older. Chris, how tall was he again? Four foot five? Or was it four three? Right, I think four two. Simmons, if someone oh. made you a deal okay. and they said well, they yeah, give you a, a foot of height vertically, and, it, and you would, but you would also have to get a foot of height horizontally, would you accept it? I don't think I'm. I, I, I am going to be permitted <laughs> to answer this the way I want to answer this. Just have stretch tool and just expand you. Well, no, no, no. That's not what I was implying at all. But hey. <laughs> and moving on from our three foot one inch Simmons, we have <laughs> the ever toffee hating but good candy sense and a decent palate frick frock. All right, speaking of candy frick, what's your opinion on Hershey's cookies and cream? Do you have a candy bar in your mouth right now, Chris? <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you goddamn know it. Is it a Hershey's cookies and creams bar? Well, why else I don't do know you think I you, said that? If you've that done this or not, um, cynical. But if you go on YouTube and you type in Hershey's cookies and cream review, I'm literally like the first thing that comes up. And <laughs> well, I'm too lazy to watch that, so... And I, if I remember correctly, you got like oh, 1.4 no, pi pies out of 6. That video I is my that. most hated video that I've ever made. Like, <laughs> go and read the comments on that video. Oh my god. Dude. Okay, I'm gonna do this They're now. They're so angry. Yeah, we did. What? What? so angry. Frickfrock999, Hershey's... I've sent the link. There's like other people stealing your style here, Frick. Uh, oh, Andrew sent it. Thank you. I love you. All wow. Right. It's got 200. Yeah, so it's about a 40, yeah, sorry, a 60% like They hate it. Wow. Let me read the comments. Why are you going to hate 1.8 papayas out of, Frick. That's No, you're wrong. <laughs> Hang on. No, it's, it is a bad, it's a bad candy bar. It's Alex, really no, you're also wrong. wrong. No, it's really bad. Like, okay, I'm going to say why I think it's bad. I can't remember why Frick said it was bad. It's been a while since I watched this. But it is the worst way to do cookies and cream. It doesn't taste like cookies or cream. It's just white Overly for the sweet. sake of being white. <laughs> it's waxy. And it's, it's fake crispy. Like, it doesn't taste... The texture's not proper. It's yeah, like it just doesn't taste like anything. If I want cookies and cream, I'm going to get ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream is cold. Yes. And That's why you put I it in the microwave. <laughs> I find this, the, the Hershey's cookies, I've only had like two, but I find them I way was, too sweet. I, well. I talked about this before. Mm -hmm. I, I just recently reviewed like that, that Hershey's collaboration, that big one that they, everyone was hyping up, that they were spending, yeah, they spent yeah, the millions of dollars in thing. marketing it and promoting it. And it they spent millions of dollars and they couldn't spend like five bucks. It, it, it was like Hershey's does two no. things. Either they go way too sweet or they go way too bland. There's no in between. 
But anyway, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the most controversial video I've ever made. Do you know what I think they could have done to make it good. And from that, from that day, I, I still get comments about that. <laughs> People are like, how? You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> I just left you on. <laughs> <laughs> like, instead of... Um... Instead of doing Reese's pieces like the the bits or whatever in a candy, they could have done a Mars bar style with a layer of Reese's pieces like and yet, stuff yeah. in the middle. They could have had like a shape like a giant uh, square Reese's pieces or something, anything. But not not we mix pieces in bar mm. and serve. That's all they did. Big Pepe moments. <laughs> when are we going to talk about the tech things? <laughs> What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're a tech podcast. Man, so how so, about then computers? Okay, so moving on to tech. Thank you, Andrew, for distracting us. I mean, sorry, bringing us back onto topic. Well, <laughs> um, the first one's actually kind of interesting. Um, mm. This thing that's been going around on Twitter, I'm sure quite a lot of people have seen it. Artists are provoking, well, I wouldn't say artists, just like a lot of people are just provoking big companies like Nintendo and Disney to sue bots that steal shirts or steal art from Twitter and plunk <laughs> it on shirts. So if you guys don't know, there's actually quite a few people upset about bots on Twitter that troll through Twitter. And anytime someone posts anything really like a picture or a piece of art, if there's, it looks for comments that basically say, I want this on a shirt. This needs to be on a shirt. I'll buy this if it's on a shirt, et cetera, et cetera. Gee, wow. We, I hope this is on a shirt. Yeah, I something hope like this that. podcast is on a shirt. <laughs> so it takes that, takes the image, punks it on a shirt, and they make money off of it for doing zero effort. And it's also slightly like stealing because it is. And, well, it could be. Um, so now people upset about this, especially artists upset about this, are getting people to tweet images such as you know, oh, Mario yeah, yeah. with the <laughs> I commit Lord, I committed copyright fraud or something. Or, Please <laughs> Disney sue me or something like that. And be yeah, like, I, mean, I want this on a shirt. I want this on a shirt. And then the sites have it up. And um It normally yeah. normally stays up for like maybe two hours tops. Apparently they actually though. review them. Uh it all started out with somebody who just like wrote, uh, this site sells stolen artwork, do not buy from them on a picture. <laughs> and then it evolved into a picture of Mickey Mouse saying, I'm Mickey Mouse and I smell like rotten eggs. Ha ha. Captioned, not licensed by the Walt Disney Company. This is not a parody. We committed copyright infringement and want to be sued by Disney. We pay all court and tribunal fees. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so that shirt i think got the most po uh or that image got the most popularity and mm. i think that one was only up for maybe 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. this shirt was actually deleted faster than expected most shirts are still up and way older than this one i wonder why well the fun continues here <laughs> who made the image <laughs> so, technically if this company yeah, are they based in the u.s they're based elsewhere I don't even know. See, I assume they are based in the U.S. like most of these or maybe abroad. So it's actually a bit more difficult. I mean, there's all sorts of companies that do this is the thing. But um, you're not really going to expect like Joe Average on DeviantArt to be able to say, hey, you're stealing my things. 
take this down or I will sue the heck out of you. Yeah, yeah they would just take Well, I mean, that. if they want, the if they're based in the US, then they could easily just like slightly <clears throat> modify the art and then technically they'd be totally legal to distribute it. Or if they were based in China, they don't have to modify get caught by anything. customs on the way in. Yeah. Nah, Frick, um, you can't really just like slightly modify something and call it transformative. That's that's not really going to hold up. It's like, ah, yes, I, uh, you can't I make added Mario a, tiny, a tiny amount of lens flare. If you make Mario green, that's called Luigi. Uh, you can't add like a tiny amount of lens flare to a picture or something and say, yep, this is a brand new image. Like, no, no, that that's the same or image. Or is it? <laughs> that, that's very clear. It is, if you run a checksum on the two image files, it will return different results. It's still the same It was a while ago, image. and these were really popular, <laughs> I think, in the early 2000s, the mid-2000s. This, this whole trend of these horrible, horrible shirts with these awful slogans on them, and they would say things like, uh, that's a horrible idea, what time? Or like, oh, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. It was like... Oh, oh god yeah dude, like dude, black t-shirts with white text on it are just by default the worst shirts that exist they are all exactly the same they're all like that and i think people who wear them should be beaten i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast but that that era of like two i was actually earlier than that i wouldn't say like the 90s like late 90s to like 2009 of graphic tees is the worst era for graphic tees in the world it's the era of black tees with a really crappily pasted thing on top that has super cringy stuff on it yeah. like um i, I don't oh, know was it PUBG? i think PUBG came out with like a t-shirt and it's just so crappily done and just like you know it's just like haha xd i'm so funny i've got my favorite anime on a t-shirt and it's like Dude, printed by some Christmas, thing uh... wears off in the first wash or something <laughs> There was, uh, I actually saw one of those out in the wild. I just remembered this. It was, I think it was sometime last fall. I just saw a genuine human being in his 20s out in the wild wearing a shirt that said, cool story, babe. Now oh. make me a sandwich on it. Ooh. In the year of our Lord, 2018. Why did he wear that? Yeah, it's basically <laughs> Facebook quotes put on shirts. Like, yeah yeah i mean i think those like would those... be preferable because at least you get some kind of aesthetic if it's like a screenshot of a facebook comment <laughs> yeah that's a little bit funny like if it or if it's like so that really bad sort of english to chinese to english translation you know that's always me quite funny would you ever wear um, a shirt that said make but... me a meme on it <laughs> yeah i'd be okay with that like so long as it's not taking itself seriously at all and looks slightly aesthetically pleasing Oh, like that? Oh, yes. Which, yes, yes, no, yes. I wouldn't wear that. I, That's a dog wearing a hat. Sorry, I wasn't looking at the thing. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear that. Like the, the one you said, the born right. to die, blah 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 blah. <laughs> I would wear that. It's hilarious. Oh my goodness! Yes, the, the rage face. So, uh, in my final year of high school, some guy was so proud because he bought a T-shirt that had all the rage face faces on it, and this was like the meme was dead already. But he'd spent like. Seventy dollars oh, no. buying this T-shirt. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, actually, out of interest, what do you guys think about those Kim Jong Il? Hang on, and, Alex, I just posted um, in the chat. Was that the was uh, that the shirt that, that he had? 
It was, I think it might have been, but it was black uh, and white. Like imagine that, but thing, black and white. The funny thing about uh, Rage Comics is that those actually have to be licensed to like legally sell them. Yeah. Um, Payday 2 introduced a mask for, uh, I think it was the uh, You Mad uh, Rage Face. And it that had was a troll be, face, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Face. It was it was one of them, but like, they, it had to be removed from the game because it was copyrighted, and the guy threatened to sued for unlawful use of their image. So they just replaced the uh, the asset Here's with like do. a generic clown. Here's what you do for, for future reference for any funny. artists out there, okay. for anybody who makes any sort of art that goes on the internet, and you find out that some company has like stolen your work and they're using it for something. Do not sue them immediately. Wait till it's out for a little bit. Wait for it's out for like a month or two. They can sell a bunch and then <laughs> sue the hell out of them and make a bunch of money off of it. Because if you sue them off the bat, you're not going to make any money. They're like, okay, we'll remove it. But if you sue them after they've sold it for months and months and months, yeah. you get some of that sweet profit, baby. <laughs> I can't tell if this is good advice or not. <laughs> uh, legal advice. advice. Yeah, legal advice at Frick Frock. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Frick, will you please, please give me my next venture of uh, Chuck Norris fact <laughs> t-shirts and we'll make millions together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, hang on. We're going to Amazon right now. Norris Let's see if we can buy some. So Chuck Norris fact uh, no, no, because t-shirt. Yeah, because going back to those uh, those t-shirts, yeah, they were straight up sold on Some of them were just straight up being sold on Amazon. <laughs> So wait, what do you guys think about that Kim Jong Un? Is that from, uh, the shirt with Jack? Uh, oh yeah, the shirt. Oh, so yeah. that is an awesome <laughs> shirt. Um, the quality, the the thing about meme yeah, shirts or any sort of shirt like that is that yeah, okay, it's funny for a while, but the quality on those things is often horrible. But with the shirt, the shirt was cash. Their stuff yes. is really good. Uh, the quality of those shirts, fantastic. I I actually yeah no I own that one. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, wait, no, I, I completely forgot. I haven't told this story. Like, I forgot about this story. So I, when I came to Canada, like, I didn't bring a lot of T-shirts and stuff because they were like, you know, it was like, oh, this is the perfect time to throw out a bunch of, like, my old clothes. Just not, I'm not going to bring them with me. So I forgot to do the washing one day, and I'm like, I just grabbed the first T-shirt that I saw, and on the back, it's just, it doesn't have him, but it's the same scenery. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's just whatever T-shirt. And so I went out to like the park and with my family and stuff and walking around. <laughs> like lots of people are looking at me and one guy's like, he like pointed and said, ah, oh, that's quite funny. Like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and then some guy comes up to me and he's like, oh, oh my God, that shirt is absolutely hilarious. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just dawned on me. I'd been walking around for like an hour with um, Kim Jong-il on my shirt. On my shirt. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. yeah. There actually so, are uh, a few t-shirts that I want to get, but I the problem with like this kind of thing where you have bots stealing all of these is oh god, I don't know if I'm getting the official one or not. Like in these couple of cases I actually have traced it back. I know these are officially sanctioned, but I I don't know. I'm really wary about it and I'm really apprehensive about uh doing anything like that. Andrew, what is that? Is that a fork without Tines. So cynical in yes. general, if you get a link and it's to Redbubble or Zazzle, don't buy it. That's a good, in general, that's a good rule. Yeah. 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 Well, in this case, one of them is from Redbubble, but it's the guy post the guy post is like, yeah, this this is a thing that I made. Go buy it. No, I so mean, I dude, no, the, them, dude, the but... quality is awful. Even if it is from the official order, the quality is horrible. Oh yeah. Redbubble has some of those quality oh, shirts. 
I'm also also I really don't like ordering clothing online because I can't try it on because it's like I don't know if I need to get an XL or a two XL. Like, oh boy, really? Are you? Mm. No, it's not that. It's does it fit in the shoulders because I have broad shoulders that are not related to my fat tub of lard in my gut. Um, uh, I uh, don't think you'll have that issue, Chris. How wide are your shoulders? Uh, I don't know. I haven't measured them lately. Yeah, well, I, I don't have a device to measure were? them on hand. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I mean, do you have string? N- no, I've got... Uh, Wait, how do you not have a string? Why would I have string just lying on my desk? Why what about a you? USB cable or something? I'm sure you've got one of those. <laughs> no, I've, I've been trying to all the ports desk. in his computer. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's becoming Apple. Call me Steve Jobs I'm in a bit of... Um, but yeah, no, it's like, uh, I bought like one size fits all gloves off Amazon because, well, shoot, those are stretchy. Those will probably fit. And I bought a scarf because... If you guys can screw up the measurements on a cloth rectangle, you don't deserve to be in business. Uh, um, by the way, fun fact, they almost always screw up the measurements on those. <laughs> That's why you go, really got to if, if you're buying something and it says the shipping time is like three weeks, that's coming from China and it's going to be one size too small. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is with Amazon, they just... <laughs> Chinese sellers just use Amazon warehouses now, so you still get like prime shipping on it. Yeah. So oh, th- those are wonderful. I've decided like that I'm going to buy you all these these <laughs> moose mittens for Christmas. I hope you wear them. Oh, I will absolutely wear them. Very good. They're forty dollars. <laughs> but they're uh, moose. Mittens. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, if you want to pay for them. Wait, no, hang on. How much you want to pay for them? Oh no, they're only I'll twenty-five bucks. Okay, that's not bad. Why are there so many like Kim Jong Un t-shirts? Because um, there's no way in hell he's going to see it because he's in a messed up <laughs> backwards the- country dictatorship. Uh, he's the only one with Alex, internet. Alex, I hope North you Korea. understand that he is the dictator. So <laughs> no, I know, but he's ruined his own country. So what? He's got a Steam account. Also, <laughs> yeah, glorious, glorious Pyongyang has uh, has internet. But it, I, I do find it kind of funny. Like he plays Call of Duty. I do find it kind of funny making so oh, God, this like whole yeah. capitalist ventures about communist stuff. I find it quite funny. Yeah, that is some good irony. Uh, also, reminder that um, I think the next in line dude for the uh, the Saudi crown is like a huge weeb and has a steep uh, account. He's, he's not. He's a prince, but there's like five hundred princes. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't really matter. Like. Uh, four wives I and you can we, we, There's always a bunch of Kim Jong-un <laughs> shirts, but there's never any Xi Jinping shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Rick, I wonder why they wouldn't I be making why shirts why of this Xi Jinping so many manufacturers. <laughs> oh, you've said his name correctly. I was like, yeah, I, I've just come to know him as Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Congrats, your brain's been infected by memes. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> How's it going, Chris? 
Uh, it's going poorly. I have the big sad again. <laughs> oh, good damn it. Yeah, it's not going to go away. <laughs> I'm sure you can get a, a what, Jai Jingpeng shirt. And you can get Winnie the Pooh. There you go. I actually quite like the shirt. Wait, why? Oh, oh. oh. oh no. I, mm. I actually quite right. like that. All right, I was going to say, before before we go too far down the rabbit hole, do we want to actually talk about some tech stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're showing t-shirts on a podcast. So... I'm not sure what could go wrong. <laughs> 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 well, the thing I love is that like, Andrew's like, oh, no, you need to get back to tech. And then we do. And then instantly get distracted <laughs> by shirts. This is so, Alex's yeah. fault, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, my fault. Anyway. Um... So, yes, let's do the Radeon, the, the new AMD thing, before we get distracted again. Yeah, so, so AMD released a shiny new Radeon RX 5500 XT. Have you ever bought an RX 580? Because that's what you're getting. Uh, it's, it's all wait, right. Wait. wait, wait. In terms of performance or in terms of it is a 580? Uh, in is... terms of performance, it's not It's not like another Polaris rebrand. Okay, Dang. Cause... I was really hoping it was going to be that. Because Why? I... Shut up. No, no, no. I, I would love it to be that just because of the meme of the 7970 yeah, never, exactly. ever, ever dying. No, the 7970 <laughs> only got rebranded once. It was the 280X, and then they replaced that with Tonga, which was effectively the same as Tahiti. Mm -hmm. but slightly worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. had, a, uh, had a narrower bus, it castrated the FP64 performance, and uh, that, that was really it. Well, there do you know what else? Chris, do you know what else is being castrated? Uh, my what? dogs, because we got them neutered so they'd be less aggressive because they were boy dogs. Thank you, Chris. That's not what he was getting at. Oh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what you mean here by castration. I know what I meant well, by castration. It was metaphorical. <laughs> okay, so the fifty five hundred XT has four or eight gigabits gigabytes of VRAM, but yeah. only a hundred and twenty-eight bit bus. Yes. And, um is running at a big old sweet yeah, they did, they've listed it's GDDR6. Like, I it's know. Fine. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. not ideal. It's definitely memory bottlenecked. All of AMD's recent stuff has been, but it's it's weird though, hey? It's because all right. AMD used to kind of have rather overkill memory. Like yeah. think 290x era. I know everyone loves to bring up the 512 bit bus. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, even in that era, NVIDIA still had about the same memory bandwidth. It was uh, 5.384, yeah. 5.5 gigahertz, 512-bit uh, versus 7 gigahertz on some of the, like, factory overclock 780s and I think the reference 780 Ti at, like, 7 gigahertz or 7 gigahertz 384-bit. So it's about was it five the same point, I don't think it was 5.5 gigahertz. It was 1250 megahertz, obviously times 4. Uh, that would be even slower. That's just five gigahertz, even. <laughs> yeah, 1250 was the 7970, and then the R9295X2 was 1200 on the dot. Let's check TPU. Uh, specs, database. Oh, that's the MSRP. This is the bit of the podcast where we look up. No, okay, five gigahertz uh, reference on the on the memory clock. So yeah, no, it was, was the gigahertz. It was not edition? very fast. 
Was it gigahertz no, edition well, maybe faster? Uh, I mean the 290X. I don't know about the 7970. Oh, right. Probably... Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I get a little bit confused. But yeah, like AMD didn't have the fastest GDDR5 in the world. And then NVIDIA came out with Maxwell, which had color compression, which was awesome. Mm. And then they had Pascal, which had color compression, which was even more awesome, and mm -hmm. GDDR5X. Mm. And now we've got Turing with GDDR6 and that same Pascal tier color compression. AMD doesn't really have a whole lot to show for themselves. Like they've, they've got color compression. They introduced yeah. the RX 480. Uh, I think it actually goes back Maybe to the Tonga. Like 285, no. uh, 380X, 380, possibly. Yeah, I think PG. you're right. I think you're right. It might have been like the 285 had it, but not the 280. Regardless, it, being a bit weird. it was not very good. Polaris, I think no, it was it was better than nothing, but it wasn't well, yeah. as good as a, uh, NVIDIA's. Yeah, Polaris, I think, took it up to like 30, 40 percent effective bandwidth increase. But again, it's still bottlenecked. Polaris really benefits from memory overclocks. I'm sure mm -hmm. the 5500 is going to be the same way because. I mean, like, what is this? One twenty eight bit bus. Uh, and they give you 14 the gigahertz effective memory clock. That's yeah. basically the same as last gen with like the cheaper uh, four gig um, mm -hmm. 470s, actually 480s for that matter. Seven gigahertz effective 256 bit bus, similar performance, just like similar uh, performance on the core, exact same memory bandwidth. So one thing it, I really do want to see from either AMD or NVIDIA at this point is increasing that VRAM count. Like, we've been stuck on 8 slash, I'm going to say 12. I mean, I know it's 11 gigs on NVIDIA's side. Yeah, that's because weirdo Yeah, but we've been stuck in that 8 to 12 gig range for quite too long now, basically. The thing I, is, we haven't actually been stuck for that long because... NVIDIA, every single generation had been doubling the amount of like memory capacity per memory controller. So like with Kepler, you buy the 256-bit card, it's 2 gig. Maxwell, you buy the 256-bit card, 4 gig. Pascal, 256-bit, 8 gig. So we should have seen a doubling again with Turing, but we just didn't. And since Pascal came out in like, what, 2016? 2017. We're entering no, it was not. Uh, hang on. Oh, it was the 1080 Ti afterwards? Because the 1080 Ti yeah, was not it March 2017. GTX 1080 release. If I... Then it's November. I think May, I do that May 2016. Now. It was May 2016. So we've been stuck wow. on this for three and a half years, but only because one generation didn't actually improve. Yeah, because yeah, if the 2080 had um, 12 gigs of VRAM or uh, 16, 16, yeah, I mean like 12 ideally... Or 12, sorry, realistically, 16 gigs ideally. That would be like, whoa, that's really cool. But And the thing is, they can do that without even using clamshell mode. Like if you look at the um, the TU-102 Quadros, right? The ones that are using the just, same course of 2080 Ti. They've got 48 gigs and 24 Stop. gigs. Which means there are double density uh, GDDR6 chips that they could have been using. And they didn't because they're cheap. Explain, Black. Chris, explain clamshell mode. Uh, two chips on one controller instead of one chip on one controller. Each chip runs at half the uh, I... uh, bus width. So that is, am I wrong in saying that that's kind of what they did with the 970? No, that's different. Um, 
I, I would have to draw pictures. I actually do have pictures drawn out because I've been meaning to do a thing and I haven't uh, touched it since October. But no, clamshell mode, um, think of it like dual rank uh, DDR4 or something like that. It's not exactly yeah. the same. Isn't that, wouldn't it, that be way more enough. inefficient than just a single chip? Yeah, but oh. that's what you do for the absolute most density if the denser chips don't exist yet. Yeah. And, and that's what it comes down to. And you're going with like when you're talking about like single rank versus dual rank DDR4 is we are trying to get out that 16 gig dim or that 32 gig dim as cheaply as possible. And that's how you do it. Yeah, even though the, we can't do this affordably or at all with eight memory chips. So we need to use 16. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, I would but, quite, yeah. But hmm. Alex, um, just go, going back to what you said about how we've been stuck at low memory, um, looking at tech power ups results. Uh, so I'm looking at a review for uh, MSI um, Gaming X, uh, eight gigabyte version. It is about 10% faster than a standard four gig RX 5500 at 1080p. And if you move up to 4K, it's something like 30% faster. That's just from memory bus. I mean, a memory. Increase. Yeah, it's just memory capacity. Um, yeah. Granted, this is probably not the kind of GPU that you would use at 4K. No, um, but I have the <laughs> no, but I have the complaint where, I mean, it's not. I suppose. Right? But I mean, but, even at 1080p, where you would be using it, it's still held back by a lack of memory. 1440p sucks. 40, oh yeah, 1440p something. Well, something, for example, that I think people don't think about with games as well is it's not just games using VRAM. It's your browser as well. It's Discord as well. It's if you stream, it's going to use a little bit more VRAM, et cetera, et cetera. Apps yeah. use VRAM. And yeah, I, I would just basically, I would just really like to see when, I hope when, they come out with the RX 5900 XT, assuming that that's the flagship with big navi as we've been told we should look out for big navi because big it's going to finally beat the 2080 ti which is like a year and a half <laughs> old and amd's coming for the year and a half old gpu watch Hell, out Nvidia. amd still needs to beat the 2080 like amd is competing with the 1080 ti still yeah um anyway i want to see that card with 16 gigs of vram if it if it has less than sixteen gigs of VRAM, it's dumb. Yeah, I mean, because, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It it needs more than that. I don't think they're going to do less than sixteen though, because they're competing with Nvidia. But do you think they're going to make it HBM? Uh I feel like yeah, they kind of have to because that's just because well, they're, no, they're on haven't. they're on GDDR six now, so they uh -huh. might not. If don't they know. don't, then I think it could actually be 12 gigs because I think they might do a 384-bit bus. Yeah, uh, maybe. But I, AMD doesn't really do that. They mostly stop at 256. Tahiti was really weird. Like that was, um, my understanding is that was basically a 256-bit GPU, except they slapped a couple more uh, memory controllers on the crossbar to get 384-bit. So mm. that one was weird. Hawaii was actually designed with the uh, the wider 512-bit in mind. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What? Oh, yeah. And um, also, uh, apparently there was a rumor floating around that we would be seeing a 6-gigabyte card from AMD, 
which would imply that we're getting 192-bit cards, which should sit nicely between the uh, the 5500 mm. and 5700. I don't know if we'll see them. I hope we see some salvagey stuff in the middle here. Um, I'm not actually quite sure how much room AMD left in their product stack. Hang on. Yeah, they could make it to 5600. Okay, RX 5700 is 350 bucks. 5500 XT is 200. They've got plenty of room for some new stuff in the middle. So yeah, yeah. I just want to see a 5900 basically. Yeah, yeah, and it should be good. Do you know what I find interesting as well? Because they changed their naming scheme again. Um, yeah. I think they missed an opportunity to do a Titan. Um, basically, differentiate HBM from their consumer lineup. Like, I totally think they should have a... Siri, Google, what is the uh, AMD Fury X? Yeah, to do it properly. Like <laughs> to do it properly because no, that wasn't good enough. Simmons, Fury tell, tell you. Oh my goodness! Simmons, what? Do you have Simmons, a Fury tell card? the audience about your R9 Nano. Oh, oh, <laughs> the, well, the R9 Nano, the card that was great on paper. Oh, yeah, the R9 okay. Nano, the okay, card that needed to be downclocked and undervolted to compete with the 980. <laughs> okay, okay, no, 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 no. No, I feel like the the Fury Nano was a was like you said great on paper because it was basically the same performance as the full fat Fury without the boost clock at half the voltage only because it was super tiny and that was the shtick is they had to make it super tiny and that was the only way they could they could effectively do it. The problem that that I had specifically with the Fury Nano was that the one that I bought was clearly a mining GPU and it eventually died. No, that's not the problem I had with it. It was just, they, they got scooped up by miners just due to being a very efficient card for performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so I, I know a lot of people get really mad when you say power to performance ratios, but the Nano was like the epitome of that. Nah, it was, performance for what's cool. It's performance yeah. for dollar that, uh, that makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so I mean, like the, the Fury Nano, great little GPU. I wish that the one that I did that I I was actually able to get my hands on wasn't a mining GPU in the past because I'd still be using it on my tiny computer. But I digress. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I bet with um, seven nanometer, you could probably do they have like mini ITX size uh, 5700s? I'm going to look these up now, but let's move on. Well, So so there was actually rumors that there was going to be a Vega 56 mini. Uh, oh, yeah. But that oh, never yeah, actually yeah. came to fruition. I bet Raja has like <laughs> 20 in his garage or something. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Mine that Ethereum. What does he do with them? I don't uh, know. He just... He just mines with them. <laughs> <laughs> this Raja coin, he's mining his own coin. <laughs> You you heard it here first, folks. Raja Queen coming soon. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Cool. He, no, he's never gonna make it public. He just mines it just so he knows that it's a good like. A I good made a card. cryptocurrency so I can mine <laughs> it. Just so that he can do it. <laughs> Like, it will never it will never appreciate or depreciate in value no exactly he, he controls all of it so he can put its own value towards it so he's like did you know one roger coins worth ten thousand dollars he's like no ways yeah i i think right i set the value for that no 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 i own all of them and you have to buy them from me well more Raja coin for I me, mean, I guess. <laughs> like, you know, I, own, like, I own all the Raja coin. Yeah, in the when the fiat economy oh, collapses, the only thing left will be Raja coin. 
<laughs> it's That's the coin with standard. That's coin yeah, with right. A because Kaduri. <laughs> I'm looking on New Age right now. There's a RX 5500 XT for 200 bucks. Um. Okay. Well, let's move on. Prick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, okay. So two hundred dollars. Well, I'm just saying. If bad. we're talking like, in terms of just like where no. it stacks up value wise, I think that's a pretty good benchmark. Okay. Yeah. So, speaking of value. Oh God. And um. Uh, everything no. square. <laughs> no. Are we going to be talking about grilled cheeses or something? Uh, X. Oh yeah. I like Dude, what I about mean, the, the top what of about the grill? The grill is pretty close. So, Xbox Series X, right? It's called the it's Xbox se- Series X. Series. You turn series, series, series X and then you walk away. Hey series. Siri, can you tell Chris to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> so a series is a collection of things, right? Yes. yes. But this is just this is just one. Um, so no, X- that's the Xbox One. <laughs> so the Xbox Series X, also known affectionately as the Xbox, Xbox. <laughs> like like just lots of X's. I've seen people call it like the Xbox. Um, it will include a custom design. It's it's Zen Two. They like to throw oh. the word in custom design because basically they went to AMD and said, we make a console. Oh, <laughs> CPU for console, please. Here you go. <laughs> so Zen yes. 2, which is Ryzen 3000 series, and Radian RDNA architecture, which is very close to Alfa Romeo's DNA driving system, which I think of every time I say RDNA. <laughs> um isn't wait isn't radion rdna stand for stand for radion radion dna i don't know isn't it like a self-recirculating hold on let me check um, let's get our top men on this hang on i think like does the oh, r no i don't i don't think the r stands for rdna or no radion no, no. RDNA, no, no. So rdna actually stands for radion dna yeah it yeah, does so that's it's just... the radion radion dna yeah. So yeah, that's just uh, the the automated teller machine machine. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Microsoft's also using an SSD, like we reported on last week. Dab got that right. Uh, <laughs> Dabs on the haters. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're, they're using an SSD in the uh, Xbox Series X, which um, promises to boot, boost load times. I sure hope it would. Xbox Series X will also support 8K gaming. I promise you, it will be checkerboarded. Frame rates of up to 120 FPS. I promise you that won't be with in conjunction with the 8K gaming. Ray tracing, I promise you again, those two will not have the previous two. And uh, variable refresh rate support. You can thank NVIDIA for that. Oh boy, we've got DisplayPort adaptive. Can we just talk about how much AMD is winning right now? Because not only does the Series X have the uh, Zen processor in it, but the PS5 has a Zen processor in it as well. I mean, Frick, to be fair, last generation, both consoles got AMD processors and they were just a terrible tablet socks. I'm using them in uh, my desk PC right now. It's very slow and it has oh, a Oh, explain to me how the weakest Twitter. console of this generation uses NVIDIA, okay? It's called the Switch. Wow. Wow. No, really amazing. No, no. The Listen. handheld console is it's not the weakest though the soldier boy i think you mean the strongest (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh yeah, I forgot. Sorry, it is the strongest. I'm just playing with you. It's the yeah, best you're absolutely console. right. Anyway, um, the Xbox Series X basically looks like a extremely low poly version of the previous generation Mac Pro. Um, <laughs> it's a garbage cube that looks like. <laughs> oh my god, Alex! I need looks pictures. like a I need to make can. Like it's just it's just. It's I, a 2013 Mac Pro, but square. I, like, yeah, I, I completely. I completely understand why it's designed like this because they need it to look different in this age of devices on a TV, um, a TV stand, everything looking like a, a basically a DVD player, everything looking the same. They want to make something look different and stand out and go, Oh, you've got an Xbox, right? So, so why have they made it square and everyone's going to lie it on the side and looks the same. Otherwise, what they're going to make it stand no, up. Do you, do you it's know like what? a rectangle, but it's going the other way. No, do you know what it reminds me of? One of the, Either one of those old school like air purifiers oh, yeah. or a humidifier. It looks like a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> but I... That too. The, 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 it's just <laughs> such a bad design. Some of it actually makes me wonder if they did this on purpose so that people would make memes that's about what, it. That's so what people are hypothesizing about, about the name. Oh. Because they know when the when the Xbox 360 Wait, dropped off, Microsoft knew everyone just called it the 360. So they called the Xbox One One. So people would call it the One. So I think they yeah, think, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. they're going to call it the Xbox Sex. And that, because sex sells, right? Okay, we're going to console sex. Uh, first of all, the sex box I'm saying, joke I'm has thinking, already I'm saying their made. mentality for this. <laughs> Every time, oh. they don't just go with the name just to go with the name. Like, it's they're a billion-dollar corporation. They know exactly how people are going to say their product. Uh, Frick, I disagree because when the original Xbox was in development, they were going to call it the <laughs> Direct Xbox because it's a box that goes under your TV and it executes Direct that X. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... That is so, so Microsoft. That is brilliant. Actually, well, okay. I, I well, hate it. Okay, well, I, I do have to give them a little bit of credit for marketing because the Xbox One X, at least abbreviated, was just oh, Xbox. Oh, yeah, I mean... Oh, my it, God, you're right. <laughs> yeah, way, dude, yeah. wait, Chris, did you? Or are you telling me you never realized this? No, because I don't think about consoles because no, I don't it's particularly not abbreviated. Care. It's abbreviated if you carry two of, like, XB. X, well, yeah, but oh, X, X is no, separate no, no, no. from box. X is a different word from box. Not in my well, because, language. Well, because think about it. Because when, when the Xbox One came out, everybody was calling it the X-Bone. So, so when the Xbox One X came out, everybody started calling it, or everybody started just abbreviating it to the Xbox, which was hilarious. No, I just, everyone called it the Xbox One X. No. Which is just a mouthful. Too, exactly. Someone's so I do have a question oh, about program. this new uh, Xbox, yeah, so. I've is been that trying a, to talk about it. Is that an optical drive? God. Yes, it is. So let me just speak about it actually um, a bit more than don't set your hopes too high of it because every single since the PlayStation 2 era, there's always been we're going to do, I think it could do 720p, but it can't do all those things at once. It won't really no. just, it's based on an architecture. We know Ow. what it's going to be, we know its performance limits. It won't do 8K gaming at 120 FPS with ray tracing and HDR. That's not going to happen. Also, interesting enough, I just realized the blurb didn't actually mention HDR. 
Um, I, think I don't the see whole why design behind this is way anyway. smarter than anything else. Because the one problem that both Microsoft and Sony have had with the first generation of consoles is either one, they overheat like crazy, or two, they're insanely loud. The original PS4 that I got is like a jet engine. Even if you put that thing in proper ventilation, it would like if you're playing a game, all you would hear is the, is the PS4. And my 360, I'm not kidding. I had to send that thing back three times. Has it kept restarting? Oh, that was so bad. Dude, the yeah, Microsoft the released, yeah, uh, released the numbers on that. I think but, they said like 55% of all Xboxes had to be returned. It was insane. So at least now they're they're designing in terms of anyway, like just keeping thermals in mind and noise in mind. And if it's a little bigger, you know, I think that's a fair trade-off. Just quickly uh, on that subject, before I go into the Xbox Series X stats and stuff, um, I can only see one vent at the top so far, which is fine if you're placing it vertically, but if you're placing it horizontally and against something, dude, that might be really bad. And I feel like that's what people are going to do because, you know, they Everyone's have all these media consoles. Horizontally. They don't, I think also if people don't want it. No. has room in their cabinet. Just, okay. just, listen, I don't think people are no. going to place it vertically because they're going to be worried about it knocking over. So everyone's going to place it horizontally. I mean, space as well, yeah. obviously. No, then, I just had a horrible, brilliant thought. No, because the form factor, do you know what this form factor reminds me of? It reminds me of the subwoofer that comes with a lot of sound bars. So what if people, uh, uh, they're just ex expecting people to put it next to the subwoofer that goes with their sound bar. People who use sound bars are wrong. Well, well, I could say the same thing about people who are still buying consoles, but I digress. Yeah, but Whoa, are, hashtag PC Master Race. Objectively worse sounding just by their design. And okay, but like, to, uh, nine times out of ten consoles are uh, sold to the general market because they're just a package and they're ready to go and it makes sense. Like the Nintendo Switch is a perfect example. How, like, who finds it hard to put two speakers down? I do. Chris, you're like 600 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something no, else. Like, okay, so... so, so uh, Deadass, if you I, I actually want to talk about... sound bars. I don't okay. like them. And I understand what you're talking about, but... When I go, when we have a I'll sound... I'll recommend one to my gran, but my okay. gran is half deaf. Exactly. And that's what my I was... My gran is not a big market. So, here, here's uh, the yeah, thing. Yeah, they are. The boomers aren't dying off fast. Okay. <laughs> okay, Chris, shut up a second. Chris, shut up a second. Because we have, we have a surround sound system, and then we also have the TV in the opposite room that has a sound bar in it. And my parents prefer to use the sound bar because... It's all be. one remote. That is, but it, that's how you've set it up wrong. No, it's just that. Dude, it's an, dude wait, it's, wait, wait, wait. It's a 2004. No, I have, oh, okay. Well, no, I was gonna say I have one remote for my um, bookshelf speakers on my and my TV and everything. It's cool. It's actually a keyboard. <laughs> I, I was gonna use it as a giant monitor. No, but I, I do actually have my. Um, no, but basically, for the sake of simplicity, it's like it is. It, that's what I'm uh, foreseeing with this. Yeah, either no, I understand those people. Either people are going bars, to put this into just... a media console or the Xbox into a media console and they're going to put it horizontally or they're going to set it on the opposite side of the TV next to the subwoofer uh, that is paired with their sound bar. Do you know what? <laughs> they would have been genius if they designed this to fit in IKEA shelving. IKEA shelving has a specific dimensions. Alex, shut up. <laughs> no, 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 I'm being dead. <laughs> How wide are they? I think they're, they're like wider 20... than me. 
Yeah, no, of course they are. I think they're like Three 28 centimeters wide. Of an Xbox and like One. Everything from Ikea. It's three no, times horizontally sorry, speaking, it's three times three as thick times as uh, the Xbox One. Three what, times as thick as the Xbox the One. No, can't you just have them? Maybe three times the Xbox One. Some, this is like some. No, this is like some American dimension measuring. Like, uh, the the pit hole. I mean, the the hole is seventy six dishwashers wide. Ooh, look at me. My name's Alex, and I don't understand the superiority of using base twelve, base five thousand two hundred eighty, <laughs> and base uh two hundred thirty one for my units. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a base 10 basic bitch. <laughs> you can say that word. It's PG-13. Okay. Alex, so, please, no, no, please no, no, use no, no. this image. Please use this image for the thumbnail that okay, I just made. It's a I good will. image. Wait, can you, you. Make it can you make the background transparent? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Okay, and make the text white. Um, so, you make your no, 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 no. You, 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 okay, you were laughing at me, right? So the <laughs> Xbox Series X dimensions fit perfectly inside the IKEA um the IKEA standard formatting square. Oh. Yeah. It's 30 by 24 by 6. I hate it when when Alex thing, makes a joke and he actually is right. This thing is twi yeah, so it fits in with enough room to breathe. I think that was done on purpose because I have seen so many people with IKEA TV stands. Like everyone has one and if they're like i think it must have been at least a point of consideration of hey most tv stands are 28 centimeters this way or 30 centimeters this way let's make it within this box yeah. anyway i was getting onto the specs i just gave you the dimensions but going <laughs> onto the specs Obviously, Ryzen Zen 2, which is also known as Ryzen 3000, because AMD doesn't know how to do numbers. Uh, what about um, uh, Ryzen 3200G and 3400G? Those aren't Zen 2. Those are actually Zen Plus. And uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not sorry. Are you? No. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so they haven't released, obviously, which GPU it is. Chris, that's an amazing image, especially the near... <laughs> Can you fix that, please? Uh, well, I'm sorry. I just now noticed that. <laughs> anyway, um, they, they, haven't the wrong color. they haven't mentioned the specific specs yet of what CPU it is, how many cores, shaders, VRAM, which is going to be shared, I assume, etc. But they have said it could be it could be capable of 12 teraflops. Uh, for reference, the Xbox One X is six teraflops flops of peak gpu performance so that's neat um one thing to I note just hang on a second nah. one thing to note there, do you want to know why it's called the series x i'm not going to let you answer because you're going to spend 20 minutes making it's because it i want to make it a series where they have annual releases because that's the world we live in now right you answered anyway so the reason it's called the xbox <laughs> series didn't take x, 20 minutes the reason it's called the xbox series x emphasis on series is because they actually do want to make a lineup so there's this convenient um competitor who make a full fat version of their console and then they make a light version of their console so the microsoft xbox xbox is going to probably they said they're going to make a series with a smaller more lightweight version of this 
Um, it will be hilarious if it's called the Xbox Series X Lite. No association with the Nintendo Switch Lite. I don't think Microsoft would call it that. That doesn't seem like their style. What do you think? They'd call it the Microsoft, uh, the Xbox um, Series. They they probably call it like the the Xbox Noob what? or something to appeal no. to the Uber. Ge- no, actually, no, no, no. Genuinely, seriously, okay. the Xbox okay. Cube. Because they the could, Xbox Cube. No, no, they could make it like half the height and the actual. Dude, cube. you got to keep in mind Xbox's reputation smaller. for naming conventions is absolutely awful. Like they call their console the worst, most confusing names convention? you can imagine. Oh, do you know what is quite funny? Microsoft has said that this will be the fastest and the most powerful Xbox ever. No shit. <laughs> Yes, we're going to release an Xbox that's worse than the previous one. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. There you go, Alex. Um, they they also said that it should be more powerful than the Sony PlayStation 5. My bet is that it's going to be exactly the same as it has always been. Oh, my God. What if they use the exact same chip from AMD? <laughs> I, I honestly think they will. Like, like that just saves AMD R&D bucks and they still get more so, sales off the same design. And if one yeah. of them flops, they're not stuck with all these. I think because uh, like Sony chips. has beaten them in this console generation, they're going to be real, real careful with everything. So odds are, the f- I'm just surprised they were the first to announce their console at all. I mean, I would have thought they would wait for Sony and then make their move because they got absolutely trounced last gen. What I am very interested about is that, um, as far as I'm aware, they didn't get trounced by Sony in the North American market. I yeah. think the North Americans American market, love Madden and COD and aren't those on? Um, is Madden not on? Um, 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 it's not the same, Alex. You don't understand. No, I. Looking at the sales charts right now. So as of right now, the global hardware totals for the Xbox One is 45 million. The global hardware total for the PS4 is 104 million. No, 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 no. Frick, frick, frick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Not those are North North America. America. You just said global. Like the words just left your mouth. I meant we're global. Anyway, so what's going on with you? Remember, uh, for for us here in America, yeah, in American, the whole world is America. I don't know what the problem is. The global perspective. No, so is just America. to give you an idea, I'm, okay. So I'm looking at the the charts per country for the last month or so, and the PS4 in North America sold uh-huh. 202,000, and the Xbox One sold 202,000. So yeah, there is there is something so about. It's like the same. I don't know why. You're right. There is more popularity for the Xbox in North America, at least in the past few months or so. I know um, the Japanese market for, well, PlayStation versus Xbox strictly. Um, Xbox treats Japanese... Is it Japanese or is it Asian customers? I know Japanese that treats Japanese customers like second-rate citizens. Okay, that's a bit extreme, but basically, like, it's always, it's always released way later. They get way worse support. It's more expensive, and the game On the past week, they've sold 40,000 PS4s in Japan and 378 Xboxes. There you go. It's, like, the very fact that they released it a lot later than the PlayStation 4 in Japan is 
horrible. I bet you a big chunk of these console sales. Oh, are good news. The, first uh, the Switch just outsold the Xbox One. So there you go. Nice. I really, I re it switches my favorite Still console that I don't own. <laughs> yeah, you should steal one. I can't. <laughs> That's illegal. Yeah, that is illegal. Uh, property crime is cool crime. He says, okay. <laughs> so, shall we move on then? Yeah, I, I represent uh, the. I was going to say, <laughs> gonna do you mind if that. I talk about our next topic so we can stay on hardware for, for a little bit longer? Uh, if you must. Okay, so uh, I'm sure if if any of our viewers are actually listening to us, uh, they've already heard about the new Ice Giant prototype uh, cooler for Threadripper. What, also why, known, why does you why are you so sure? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, such a specific thing. I'm sorry. You know what? Just just, just I'm running with it. So so <laughs> so this. Ice Giant prototype thermosiphon CPU cooler. Basically, what this thing is, it's a redesign of a uh, of a uh, of a heat pipe designed CPU, um, and it is basically a 240 mil radiator, but in tower heatsink form. Um, the thing is absolutely massive. Well, let me send you guys an image in case you didn't already see it once. Um, I'm going to have to put it in the dock. That oh, is that is a big beast. I want 10. Okay, so so I've done a little bit of research into this thing. This is quite literally just a prototype. Uh, the company has been sending it out to a few review channels. I think even Linus Tech Tips put up their video on it today. Um, the idea with it is rather than doing the traditional heat pipe design where you have your heat pipe and it's capped off on the ends and then it relies on just convection for the fluid on the inside to, you know, take the heat up and then evaporate down the outside of the chamber. It's actually a loop heat pipe design. So the idea is it uses convection to keep a constant loop of the fluid, basically just a heat powered pump in that. Right. Sense. So uh, in layman's, layman's terms, as far as I understand it, this is basically like an all-in-one, but instead of using tubes and kind of routes within a radiator, it's using heat pipes, which are much more effective. Than and that's correct. And, 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 the, and the entire point of this is the, the, the biggest issue with the traditional heat pipe design is when the heat pipes get hot enough, what will end up happening is that the convection stops working and the channels that the, the, the fluid is supposed to condense and then go back down to the CPU on, okay, it just, just continues to evaporate and it just basically fails at that Quick point. question. What is that temperature? Because I remember that temperature being well beyond the operating temperature of a CPU. Yeah, well, the, the, the problem is... is um, like I'm talking about like hundreds of degrees. It, it, it's, it's above 100 C for sure. Uh, from what we've been seeing, though, with a lot of like traditional heat sinks that have been adapted for especially like the Threadripper platform, um, just nothing is able to keep it under control with maybe the exception of the Noxua D, uh, okay. D15. Few other uh, questions then. Sure. What is the weight of this thing? Because I bent and broke a motherboard from oh, a dude, true 120 copper. Um, I feel like that's not going to... Okay, so the weight actually is 77.7 ounces or 2200 grams. 2.2 kilos. Okay, so it's the same as a true copper actually in weight. Yeah. 
Um, um, also, yes, you're from, right. The socket is bigger. It's going to have less force and stuff. It's probably yeah. better, better done than 1155. Also, socket. something I want to point out with this prototype, I think they were definitely accounting for the fact that the thing is massive because it's basically a billet aluminum piece. And for some reason, this image is not uploading to Discord. Lovely. Standby. Anyway, another um, question I have is, what is the point of this? Because, frankly... It's um, a yeah. chunky-ass air cooler is what okay. it is. It's so, huge. so what, what they Hang have on. proven is it actually outperforms all of the AIOs on the market right now. <laughs> nice! Okay, cool, but frankly, it's ugly as hell. It's going to have a hard time also, putting in some cases. Hang so, on. I'm not done because the problem is, because this, is being, this being the prototype, they... The, the company is allegedly claiming that the final design is not going to be this massive. It is going to be about a third of the thickness, and they're guaranteeing close to the same cooling capacity, whatever that means. Okay, why don't you just use a full loop? Uh, because uh, loops can leak and take effort. The amount mm -hmm. of maintenance? Yeah, so, okay. so that is the big argument. Yeah, so that's the big argument with a... Uh, no, it's so cop-out. One, I haven't touched my loop in a year. Yeah, Two. and it's filled with like weird milky crap. That's um, not my fault. Okay, <laughs> but you're not denying that no, no, it's no, no, there. No, 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 no. Just hang on, just hang on. I haven't touched it in a year, right? Yes, it's got um, technically copper rust inside of it, but that's not my fault, and it's not dangerous, and it doesn't matter. Um, you would actually end up the same in an all-in-one loop. You just don't really see it after a while because they use aluminium and copper. Um, and with Threadripper, you're dumping a crap ton of money on the thing anyway. Okay, so so that's what all it comes in, to. like base all in ones like EKs are not that expensive. And like you are EK's correct. Phoenix kit. However, points of failure. the The point of failure but is they, they don't fail. Well, like, that's yes, that's not do. okay. So fives so, never fail. Okay. That's not accurate, and the the thing no, is, sure when it's not accurate. MTBF like, infinity, Alex. No, sure it's not accurate, but it's like saying like, oh, I, you know, okay. I don't want to buy a Honda Civic because the engine's gonna fail in five hundred thousand kilometers. It's like, <laughs> okay. okay, Alex, Alex. Well, if you're I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you as the, with the devil advocate's position as a person sure. who also has. Wow, so then you heard about this devil guy and you think he needs an advocate? <laughs> okay, wow. shut up, Chris. Chris, it's as funny. as as another person who also has a full loop. The, the yeah. fact of the matter is this thing works out of the box. This is one of those you bolt it on, it works, and you are guaranteed to have performance as good, if not better, than all of the AIOs on the market, which is what... Sure, no, no, no. sure, sure. Justify the AIOs over the custom loop for the because cost. People are dumb. But and you, <laughs> I'm not denying that, but the fact of the matter is the same people who buy soundbars are probably the same people who buy AIOs. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I, just, I understand AI, a lot of people buy AIOs for looks. That 100%. People buy it for looks, right? They won't buy this for looks because it looks ugly. Right? I would it's buy this for chunky. No, but you're weird. So, <laughs> no, I'm okay. No, but like seriously, I don't think people buy this because it looks ugly. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people, even though they're like, oh, this AIO gets two degrees left, they just buy the one they like. Oh, NZXT has some rgb mirror effects i'm gonna buy that one it's like oh but it's a worse i don't know if it is but it's like oh it's a worse performer yeah but RG, RG, rgb mirror effect okay um the like getting into a full loop yes it can be daunting the same way that putting lego together is daunting i mean 
honestly, it's not hard. People just don't want to learn. Like someone I know just didn't want to learn. And, um, and I understand where you're coming D5s from. D5s don't fail. Like seriously, you should see how much people like Linus abuse D5s, run them on air all the time, and they just don't fail. And I would like, say the same thing about the DDC pumps as well. No, the DDC ones are technically more likely to fail because they aren't cooled by the same liquid. No. So mm -hmm. you can overheat them. Like it's a little consideration you need to have. Whereas mm -hmm. a D5 is like, it's meant, well, I think it was originally meant for, um, uh, you know, the uh, solar heating panels that have water in them, like water tubes. I think. Oh, yeah. That. I can't remember. Oh, wait, are you talking about the, the solar uh, water radiators? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the hot like, water pumps. I think or something like that, or irrigation or something. DDC, I mean, D5s and DDCs are just bulletproof. I have owned like four, and I've never had one even come close to failing. Right. Uh, on the other hand, I have owned technically three AIOs. I had a double AIO on my 295X2, and I had an H115. All of them were terrible, and all the pumps, I swear, were about to die because they made the most ungodly rattling sounds with air and vibration and bubbles and everything. That's fair. Um, my friend also had an um, AIO fail on them as well. Anyway, um, but does if you're your buying full Threadripper, the Corsair, we kill your system or replace your system warranty? No, but <laughs> they don't come with that now anyway. I, I don't know if you know this, Corsair that hasn't come with us for a long time. I know, that, that was the joke. Okay. Um, but yeah, AOs. And also, like, if you really are timid and scared that you think somehow you're going to get water in your system, which is not going to happen unless you are a bit of an idiot. Like, seriously, just so long as you follow the, the, the steps of, like, you know, put everything together, use compression fittings. If you don't want to spend money on compression fittings, use bobs and then bloody hell, use just zip fill ties. Just fill it with milk oil and get the best world. Okay. Just, 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 <laughs> I thought you were going to say Miller Lite. I want to follow go back all those to... steps. You leak test it. It's, you make sure it doesn't leak, then it won't leak. Okay, that's fine. You see a so... lot of people not leak testing. Okay, so wow, quite frankly, okay, so you've just talked about all of the ways that a water-cooled system can leak. No, now, so no, 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 no. Let's it's go to your corner. No, Simmons, let's go to your corner and hear about all of okay. the risks of the air Simmons, leaks. Simmons, don't even entertain. <laughs> no, no, don't, no, no. no listen. I, don't, I, I don't even want to talk about that. I, I want to talk about why I think this this core actually exists because, quite frankly, um, this is a a demonstration of the progression of technology, right? Uh, you look at something like the the, the Noctua D15, which has or the D14, and that has been like the golden standard of air coolers for the longest time. And yeah. this appears to be the next step above that. Yes, this thing is absolutely absurd. A lot of people did not like the Noctua D14 or the D15 uh, for some reason because of either shiny heatsink, which I've only heard that argued a couple times, and then What's... ugly fans um, was another Noctua argument. That's kick ass. Don't lie. Yeah, no, no, no I, I still better, but yeah, love okay, my Noctua right, fans. Right. But, uh, no, gentle typhoons. Yes. But regardless, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, deltas are the best. So like whatever. Stock and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I mean that's what I have on my GTX 980. But regardless, um, no, I okay. feel like this is the natural pro progression in technology. Like this is demonstrating that this kind of closed loop heat pipe is a very effective solution for CPU cooling, especially in these high wattages. And if they can get down to this third thickness that they claim that they want, then I think 
this is going to be the logical next step. And then I foresee in the future, we'll see similar closed loop heat sink uh, air coolers. No, okay, so just moving forward, I, I just think this is this is the the first iteration, right? And yeah, this, yeah, yeah. and just, by making it this absurd, it gets the clicks. Sure, but um, what I do want to say is like for Threadripper for your main system, right? For Threadripper, an expensive platform, obviously if you're buying it new, I feel like spending a decent chunk of money on a cooling system to run it very effectively is not a big ask. Like if you're asking someone who's got entry-level Ryzen or whatever and a GT 1060 or GTX 1060 or whatever. Sure. And then saying, oh, you have to buy a water full loop. That's stupid. Like, yeah, that's a big cost thing. But Threadripper is an expensive platform. I don't think it's unrealistic to assume if it's not like a problem. I don't think Threadripper is too hot is a problem. I just think it's people don't want to water cool it and then they think it's a problem. Well, Alex, I, I, I think the, the best counter-argument to that is if I didn't go custom loop, I probably could have afforded a 1950X. Oh, God, he shot himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, sure, but, 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 right? Whenever you upgrade, Simmons, yes. you, don't, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, and I you get silent and cold performance. I have my loop running almost dead silent mm. and my 9900k and 1080ti don't go above 30 degrees not gonna Actually, lie, no, lie. They, they do go above 30 they don't go above 40 <laughs> on the topic of my next upgrade i think my my actual plan is because i only have a single 280 mil rad in my case right now i think I'm, if i go with third or uh, thread ripper 2 i'll probably add a 360 mil rad to the front of my case uh, just hardware lab. reminder hardware labs. reminder chris whatever Buy a Hardware Labs radiator, but measure because they're not standard size. They're 156 mil if you buy 140 mils, and they're like 138, I think, if you buy the 120s. So that caught me off, but they I, are amazing. Actually, I'm curious as to what brand my radiator is standby for a moment. <laughs> so I, I have a 560 plus a 280 plus a 140 from Hardware Labs, and it is... um. So it's quite overkill, but I love it. Anyway, um, oh, I also want to say it makes complete sense here if, you, if you're not going to touch the system to not do water cooling, I guess. Like, my server's air-cooled. Uh-huh, so you recognize the benefits of air-cooling. No, I never we said We got them, boys. <laughs> we got them, boys. I never said air-cooling's bad. I actually don't like all-in-ones. Like, I would go straight from all-in-one to, um, to custom loop. Um... I just, I just realized something really important. Mm -hmm. We forgot to clap. <sighs> also to mention the giveaway. giveaway. Oh, yes. <laughs> Actually, so, this is a so, great transition. Yes, great transition. Thank you, Andrew, for joining. Um, Extreme Hardware is still doing the giveaway. They've been doing it for a while now and going to be continuing for a while now because the generous souls there are giving away a... Is it 1250 or 1200? I think it's a 1250 watt mm. TSU from Inwin. Pretty neat unit. Don't forget to uh, sign up, join the hubbub, win yourself some Ooh, neat swag and PSUs. Leave, leave us a like, subscribe, click the little bell. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I just like saying those words a lot. Speaking of YouTube, actually, <laughs> speaking of YouTube, this is something I wanted to mention just quickly. You, um, what do you guys think about new, uh, YouTube's new policies? They took the, away uh, my content cops. That thing. <laughs> the anti-harassment enforcement of Vomit Cake, which was my favorite video on YouTube. Did Vomit Cake got removed? Got getting removed. <laughs> vomit vomit hey, Cake's I'm, gone. Yeah, no, it's gone now. What's weird I is... I think it'll be back. No, no, Human Cake's still Doesn't around, but Vomit what? Cake's what? gone. <laughs> The vomit cake's been gone before, but they brought it back like three times. Look at it right now, yeah, it's gone why, now. Why? Why? Because um, that doesn't even fall into the policy. Okay, first explain what the policy is. Well, the policy is anti-harassment. Basically, they had an anti-harassment. Okay, let me explain the whole thing. So YouTube used to have an anti-harassment thing, but they never enforce it properly. Um, right. There was one podcaster called. Oh, he's like a he's a, a news journalist guy called Stephen Crowder, and he. Um, kind of picked on this one guy. I think he was on Vice, and he does sort of, I think, game reviews or something like that. Um, his Twitter handle is Gay Wonk. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Carlos. He, that he chose it himself. Uh, his name is Carlos Mazza, and he is a self-proclaimed... Uh, well, his Twitter, yeah, basically he does reviews on Vice. I'm not reading his Twitter thing. It's a bit edgy. So um, Stephen Crowder consistently, better lack of words, harassed him, bullied him, basically, calling him insults by his sexuality and by his race and by his voice. Repeat, like, not just once, like, probably 40 videos. He kept insulting him in the same way. It was very strange. And um, YouTube's new anti-harassment policy, which is basically the easiest way to look at it is anti-bullying. Like, they said they make exceptions for scripted satire, and they make exceptions for sort of per case of one-off basis when it's a joke, it's for comedic effect. But if it's a repeated offense of harassment, then that's against their new terms of service. That is way too many edge cases for YouTube to like actually care. Like, oh, a one-off thing or for comedic purpose. They don't care. It's YouTube. I'm just completely inept. I'm just saying this is what they've done per letter. Oh, and yeah. um, so on the back of this, as soon as this policy got enabled, people don't know if Steven Crowder took down his videos or if YouTube took them down. I couldn't find confirmation of that. But... Um, the leafy content cop got removed. Vomit cake got removed. Big question mark on how that applies to the anti-harassment thing. Um, a video, uh, um, Keemstar's video basically threatening to kill H3 Ethan got removed. Big surprise there. And I think that's all that I know about. Um, Keemstar was really wait. Did just, the uh, did the Keemstar content cop get removed? Where Ian no, he, just ended the video by saying, "I've never said this sincerely, <laughs> but kill yourself to your boy Keemstar." Like, no, no, but the, the, that's rather extreme. <laughs> yeah. So what I think happened is they had a bunch of videos already pre sort of preloaded for this policy. Probably just the ones that people reported on mass for harassment, like I'm guessing Leafy's followers at the time reported IDub's video for harassment. It, it, it was partly that, but also that Leafy video removal. is I think the most viewed commentary video of all time. 
Not anymore. It was twenty. Was it twenty nine? It was twenty nine. Oh, yeah. And there was the, so I don't views. think it was so much based on reports. I think they just wanted to send a message. <laughs> Maybe, but but the problem is no. Oh, the problem is they clearly didn't watch the entire video because the whole point of that was that Leafy was a bully, so we're going to bully Leafy. That was the whole point of the thing. Like everything has to be. But then all fair, of Leafy's videos are still up. Is. So how does that? That's not consistent. Because it's YouTube's policy enforcement. Like here's the deal. There was a uh, I saw a snippet of this. Like the person in charge of like figuring out if things are too like hate speechy for YouTube. Um, they they were doing some segment on 60 minutes and it's like oh yeah they they uh see they've referenced uh that one number that's associated with neo nazis a lot <laughs> and they got the wrong number like uh, yeah it's they're completely inept they have no idea what they're doing they've made a platform it's just completely open to whatever except if you get reported enough times your stuff gets automatically taken down and if you get copyright takedowns that also gets taken down automatically because dmca requests are a lot easier than a court but yeah it's they're completely incompetent anyway yeah let's let's just move on from this because we can spend forever talking about this um there's not much to say that's already that hasn't already been said as a thing it's youtube's just really bad yeah i mean it's <laughs> just it, bad at doing things oh rather i meant like the examples of youtube's ineptedness oh yeah that can oh, go absolutely. <laughs> so um speaking of things that are inept and awful their self-proclaimed game awards jeff happened. Keeley had sex with the shik robot can you actually let me introduce something once? Jeff Keeley had sex with <laughs> Okay, no, Chris, 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 stop. Um, the self-proclaimed Game Awards happened this, this week or something ago. I don't know. I don't like that they called themselves the Game Awards as if they are like <laughs> the Oscars or something. Even that. Game Awards, I have a big issue with Game Awards. I kind of started it before. Um... Game awards, yeah. Um, rather, should we just go over kind of who won and all the categories, or should I just uh, go straight on to bitching about game awards? Yeah, I say, let's let's just pick a couple of the just the random categories and then the game of the year category, and then we can rant. Okay. Um, so, kind of going through all of the um, the categories under the winners section for thegameawards.com. Wow. So, um, Game of the Year nominations were Control, Death Stranding, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Resident Evil 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and (laughs) The Outer Worlds. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice won that. So, I suppose I should have done that last. Anyway, Action Game, Apex Legends... Devil May Cry 5, just, the new just, Call of Duty. Should I just mention who won? Yeah, just say the no. winners. Go through this quick. Yeah, I don't okay. Even care. Okay, Devil May Cry 5 <laughs> won the Best Action Game of the Year award for Action Slash Adventure. It was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice Again. Art Direction was Control. Um, audio Design was. Oh, 
Audio design was Call of Duty Modern. <laughs> wow. wow. I, I, Simmons, I hope you know why I have an issue with that. Anyway, audio design <laughs> was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Community support was Destiny 2. Um, out of <laughs> out of interest for community support, the nominees were Apex Legends, Final Fantasy 15, Destiny 2, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Content creator of the year. No okay. idea who these people are, okay. but Shroud won. You know, scrolling ahead, uh, you, uh, we can go down to Family Game of the Year was Luigi's Mansion 3. Fighting Game was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, fresh Indie Game of the Year was za slash um <laughs> yeah all right um, I don't know. and then game direction death stranding i think i think that's enough did you know that jeff Keeley invented the game award so he could hang out with kojima okay like stop <laughs> um just some more interesting ones best mobile game oh, of the year good. was call of duty um best multiplayer game of the year right what do you think it should have been the Fortnite. most popular multiplayer game of this entire oh, year? Oh, Minecraft. Fortnite. It was okay. Apex Legends, oh, um, no. the copy of Fortnite. <laughs> hey, I enjoy playing Apex. For no, all. no, no. I just have this. Is, uh, brings up so many issues I have. I mean, the best RPG game good. was Disco Elysium. That is a great. I don't know that game at all. Oh, exactly. I've seen people bit, talk about it, on, and it's apparently just a neat thing. What, Alex? Alex, nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> actually cares about the Game Awards. My banter is doing far more to drive engagement to this podcast than <laughs> rattling off a list of winners. Shut up, Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> the best racing game of the year was um, Crash Field Team Racing Nitro-Fueled Crash Bandicoot. My name's Alex. I'm sad I racing didn't win. <laughs> no, there's just so many issues I have with this. Is, this is the issue I have with game awards in general. And it's like, oh, it's good that your game didn't win. No, it's because objectively, objectively crap games that are just popular at the moment win. Do you, yes. know, how to, do you know how to make your game like win game of the year? Not make, like guaranteed. If you release a good game two to three months before the award, it's going to win. Hey, Alex, do you remember, uh, I don't remember when it was now. I think it was Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, Keeper mm -hmm. Sutherland of mm -hmm. Jack Power fame did voice work for it, and he got, like, voice actor of the year or something like that. Mm. Keeper Sutherland isn't a voice actor. He's an actor-actor, which means they just completely ignored all of the actual voice talent in the game industry that does mm -hmm. this kind of work for the celebrity cameo. Nobody... Mm -hmm. It, it doesn't matter. It's a, like it's none of a, these matter. Awards never matter. But specifically with game of the year type awards, I feel it's a much, it's it's a popularity contest when it doesn't need to be, and when it's something about popularity, it's just like it so feels like someone. Well, some they said independent that a lot of people choice. said that the TGAs yeah. were just a marketing award, basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. okay, game of the year for me, objectively. Fortnite would be game of the year. It is just fuck. It's just so big. It you is can't just fuck. say no, but you can't say like I don't like it, right? But that doesn't mean it is not the biggest game okay, of this or year. Or Minecraft, absolutely. Or Minecraft. Yes, they didn't come out. Okay, I suppose that's a difference. It has to come out this year. But they both didn't come out this okay, year. No, no I Secure see. I don't Shadows died twice. Mm. See, <laughs> no, no, Alex. I don't think this is an accurate. Um, 
accurate analysis because when did Beat Saber come out? Yeah, it's like 2016, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, it got VR game of the a year. Yeah, okay. So what's yeah. new so, one? Oh, Boneworks just came out, didn't game. it? Yeah, it's that sounds familiar. The, the Goose know? game. The Goose game. You know the one that's super Goose. popular? That, that, didn't, yeah. that, that didn't win indie game. Some Those game rap won. bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, the other issue I have, and this is harkens back to the 2007 Game of the Year awards. When oh, geez. Near Automata came. Sorry, 2017. When Near <laughs> Automata came out. Near Automata is a brilliant game. You have to play it because it's the best game ever. Um, <laughs> It has one of the best, if not the best, soundtrack for any game I have ever played in my entire life. It is a live orchestra-recorded soundtrack that is... They recorded so many pieces so that it dynamically evolves depending on what you do in that game. It's amazing. It's so good. They got people to sing it in Welsh and English, made-up languages and Japanese, and it, it blends so perfectly and it lost to cuphead the <laughs> 1920s just imitation of what the music would have sounded like not yeah, gonna lie cuphead. though i Cuphead's thoreally did it. <laughs> no, i did thoroughly enjoy the soundtrack from that game but it was not it won up to par. because it was more popular than near automata not because it was better yeah mine though that's how it, it also works. comes down to, to a factor of uniqueness because there's never been a game that looks like cuphead that's ever come out before Hey, There's Alex, never been Alex, a soundtrack. Like you mean, do you mean a dynamic soundtrack, Alex, or question. you mean a dynamic a orchestral soundtrack? Have been, so Doom, dynamic orchestral. Uh, dynamic orchestral soundtrack came out, and Doom had a dynamic soundtrack as well. Uh, Doom actually came out before. after Neo Doom came out, but yes, Alex, it's a very similar concept. Alex, no, question. no, after. Question, question. So yeah. the made-up languages in uh, near Automata. Um, did mm -hmm. those actually were those actually made up languages? Like, did they use phonemes that are not found in Anglo-Saxon or Latin-derived languages? Like, any any of those at all, or was it yeah, just yeah. like no? It's, it's completely made up. No, it's this completely is all this is all so, Germanic Romance type languages. Not no, like so, you know, we're going we're going east or south or something like that to get other languages sounds for our made-up language no no it's just this eurocentric imperialist hang on, garbage hang on. so the composer for it has also done a few other movies as well as anime as well and oh wow anime just just hang on chris so basically <laughs> so basically um he also has a studio and stuff and people he works with that language it's not unique to near Auto automata it's been in a few other things before but yes, it's a combination of, I suppose, Welsh, French, Chinese, Japanese, and English. And it sounds very unique, I guess. And it works. Yeah, that's um, a lot of language groups that left out. It's kind of racist. But it works for Neo Automata <laughs> in terms of distant alternative future, where the idea of that the entire world at some point came together with one language, this is what the language is, now the entire world has gone to crap. And this is remnants of the language that's still remaining. So it works. Anyway, what I was going to go on to is the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you know, the one that also has the most compressed sounds in the world that half of them are <laughs> mono, uh, one audio design of the year. 
So, yeah, yeah, I mean, if we're going to do 120K MP3 for audio, you know, whatever, and mono sounds, hey, reused sounds, you know, audio design of the year. Yeah, yeah I, I chose that on my... Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, we shouldn't talk about this anymore. I, c I can spend forever just complaining about this. Yeah, I, I, I think it's time to move on. Alex is getting too excited about this topic. No, no, no. I was going to say, we already know that you could talk forever about this because you were already ranting for this for about a half an hour before we even started recording this damn thing. <laughs> I, I hate, you know, I just, I just hate game reviews. They just... <laughs> and that, like, just honestly, want... just one more thing before you go off of this is when, you know, you get those game of the year editions and it just seems anyone can make a game of the year edition, even if it's not yeah. game of the year. Yeah, you, like, you could just no, not no regulation. regulate it at all. You could just do that. <laughs> the yeah. only the only reason the game awards exist is so you can watch Jeff Keighley have hot uh, just 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 no just just shaving stop 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 anyway I'm sorry that's not something we can talk about on my Christian Minecraft server speaking of which <laughs> Chris you introduced this now I've been talking way too much my voice is no Simon should do it because he linked it and that's uh, what okay that's fine uh, hold on. <laughs> I, I'm a little distracted now from Chris going on a tirade about Alex going on a tirade. All the way down. <laughs> I'll put it in Discord. <laughs> All right. So, so this just in, um, the Vatican has their own Minecraft server now. So basically, the title is exactly what it sounds like. Allegedly, they uh, some people put up a vote online for what kind of. A game server that they would like hosted by the Vatican, including Rust, Ark Survival, <laughs> Team Fortress 2, and Minecraft. Dude, the they've got a TF2 server? No, 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 no. It was going to be which of these do you want? And oh, okay. Minecraft won by 64%. Yeah, of course. Minecraft server's lit. Okay, but actually, no, no, imagine, but I, I, I can no. you imagine uh, Rust? Where <laughs> well, people fight to the death, or or TF2, even you know, just senseless, senseless violence and cartoon. cartoon uh, I'm great. sorry, have you heard about the Crusades? <laughs> so, anyway, um, and we have a quote, uh, from a some priest, uh, Robert Balliser. I'm probably butchering that name, but. It's not about the technology. It's not really even about gaming. It's about getting people together who can maybe move these relationships into the real world. Aww. At first, there were a lot of people who were very hesitant because you see this guy and a caller talking about the latest offerings from Google or how you can run fiber optics uh, across the Atlantic. Da, da, da. He's going on a tirade about technology. But he, he honestly is like, you know what? This technology is going to unify the people. Our Christian Minecraft server is going to be the 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 foster of new hope on the internet. No, and that was that was me making up shit. That it was not what he said. No. Hey, you can't say that word while talking about a Christian Minecraft. <laughs> How long until it gets ruined by uh, Nazis? Yeah, right. So, but but. Uh, not only that, but in this article, they even have the URL that you can actually go and visit the Minecraft server. Oh, nice. <laughs> so if you are also interested in joining the world's greatest Christian Minecraft server, uh, go check out minecraft.digitaljesuit.com. Um, 
Okay. Yep, that's that's the URL. <laughs> that's a that's that's a URL and a half. So so Chris, are you gonna go join the Christian Minecraft server? Uh I could probably do Dawa there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um let's see. Oh yeah, other things. Uh, I just got an Allen wrench inside my shorts. No, 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 no one cares. No one cares about how your pants work. Okay. <laughs> Do you have anything relevant? Simmons just introduced you to your Christian Minecraft server, and you're talking about an Allen wrench falling down your pants. Well, no one cares. Yeah, that was to distract people, and hot damn, it worked. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So that, that, that's Chris, all I got on that topic. Yeah, that's all he has. Uh, because I was fiddling with it in my hands. Fiddling with your nuts, eh? On my lap. And then I dropped it in my lap. And I'm wearing basketball shorts, so you have like a kind of mesh layer on the Chris, outside, and you've Chris. got a solid layer on the inside. And Chris. one thing led to another. <laughs> why are you fiddling? Why are you wearing basketball shorts? Uh, I'm lazy, and it's comfy. I mean. He I guess. Yeah. Get sweatpants like a normal person. Uh, yeah. No, I would get hot. <laughs> I, I would get hot in sweatpants. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, goodness. Do you have any more topics you want to go on to, or do you think? Yes, in Frickfrock news. Um, so, Frickfrock, <gasps> how long have you been it. using Windows 7? <laughs> 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 so... How upset are you to learn that there is now a full screen pop up telling you that support will end soon? Do you feel like you uh, you caught it on the tail end? Frickfrock has no comment. <laughs> Either hello, Frickfrock. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he died. Um. Yeah, Windows 7 users now getting a full screen pop-up reminder that support ends soon. It ends on January 14th next year, by the way. Um, just upgrade to Windows 10. Just do it. Don't be a freaking idiot. Nerd. Or if just, you really are that against going to Windows 10, just, just get Windows 8. No, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> just be that guy on Reddit and downloads your favorite flavor of Linux. Ooh, do you want uh, to... People don't do that on Reddit. They just threaten to do that on Reddit. Do you want an, an unpopular but spicy opinion? Yes. Windows 8 is to Windows 10 what Windows Vista is to Windows 7. Okay, I'll that's, accept it. I'll buy it. That's, 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 that's inoffensive. I, that, I've been saying that for years. Rule? Like all the even numbered uh, windows were bad and the odd, odd ones were good. It's 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 TikTok, but like literal explosion TikTok. in terms of the you know the tick. <laughs> well, and the only yeah, reason and... the only reason Windows Ten is even is because so many programs would check for the string Windows Nine in order to like determine oh. program compatibility. So Windows yep. Nine would be treated oh, the God. same as ninety five or ninety eight. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, it's fair. Well, I but I still we... think. Sorry, I just still think that they're going to drop the ten moniker. 
Yeah, it's just going to go Windows. Yeah. Especially as like software as a service becomes more and more of a thing. I guess in that same analogy of Windows Vista to Windows 7, would that be Windows ME to Windows XP? No, but ME was 2000 after or before? Exactly. Okay, but what I'm saying is that Vista actually wasn't that bad. It was just bad. People that say Vista was bad never used Vista. I used uh, Vista. You it really Vista, wasn't that I lived Vista. I so used Vista me, and I had a lot of problems bad. with it. No, I think it is one of, I think, no, I straight up, it is the, um, I want to say most overhyped. What's the, the opposite way? Like, underhyped? Everyone, no, no, not underhyped, but I, everyone, especially on Reddit, actually, no, everyone everywhere thinks Vista is the worst thing that Microsoft has ever done. Obviously, no. they didn't, they didn't oh. see Windows ME, yeah. but... It's yeah, and I think a vast majority of his people just yeah. never used it. Like it was yeah. here here was the problem is most underrated, with, sorry. I think I think Windows Vista was in that weird because remember Windows XP was highly regarded just due to its robustness, but also the ability Dude, to just so break simple. It. It, but oh. just it, the ability to break it on command if you really wanted to. And Windows yeah. Vista was in that weird in-between oh, it, state yeah, where it, you yeah. still had yeah, it introduced you can't delete system thirty two. That was I it think, got Vista. rid of. It introduced um, user account control as well. Um, yep. yes. I'm not sure if it was Vista or if it was a different operating system, but Microsoft actually got sued by uh, antivirus publishers because they made yeah. their. It was Vista. It was Vista. Yeah, but they were like getting rid of um, the ability to hook into like certain system DLLs. Because that's a security thing. So antivirus guys were like, oh, you're trying to cripple our product by not letting us hack your system to check for viruses. And I don't actually remember the outcome of that. And I'm too lazy to look (laughs) it up. But I would not be surprised if that were Vista. Um, I think the biggest issue with like Vista's performance, number one, we went, well, user experience was we went from assuming everybody's an admin to assuming that you don't necessarily have privileges. Um, but also we went to a 3D desktop with Windows Arrow. Yeah, and yeah. GPUs weren't that great back then. No. And um, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. that's just what it came down to is like Windows Vista, once you started disabling Arrow, it was actually not that bad. But I did notice that especially in a lot of multi-threaded tasks, sometimes the scheduler would just kind of choke. Yeah. So but again... That, that was, that was also that was also when like multi-core processors were new. I mean, hell, the uh, Pentium D and the Athlon X2 came out in 2005. Right. These were like this was server hardware a few years prior. Well, and then I would also make the same parallel that like uh, especially with uh, when uh, the the Zen processors first came out and everybody was complaining because Zen or uh, Windows 10 could not handle the scheduling properly for the Zen architecture for several um. months. Because it was kind of, sort of, NUMA, but only up to L3 cache. Exactly. Actually, what is it? Uh, NUCA, non-uniform cache access, I think. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, it it's the same. It's the same shit, just g- different generation. Mm. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, actually, there was a recent Windows update that helped the scheduler as well. Oh yeah. Uh, 1909. Sorry. Yeah. 1909 wow. has a bunch of scheduler updates, which is really neat. Yeah. I mean, not surprised because I noticed to- a remarkable performance improvement going up to 1909. Like, Wait, you're 1909? Um, you sure? Yeah. Because you have to opt, in, opt into it. I did. 
Okay. Because like, didn't... here's the deal. Just because you have the hardware doesn't mean you can use it. You need to have the software to go with it. And oh, schedulers are really hard. Like, arguably, writing a good scheduler is harder than the silicon part. Um, spicy meme as well. Uh, it also had performance improvements for almost all of Intel's lineup as well as AMD's, by the way. It's not just AMD-specific scheduler improvements. Yeah. Although I'm sure what with the introduction of Zen 2... AMD and... takes more benefit from it because yeah. they have more cores. But they said like they were... Um, more cores and a weirder arrangement. Yeah, my, I mean, I, don't, don't go take these like sort of literally, but Microsoft were like, oh yeah, up to 15% performance on um, single core load, which is... Wow, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, don't take it literally. That's going to be something like edge case stuff. So yeah, a- anything is, is better than nothing. Um, I, I will be interested to see if I run like a, a 3D Mark benchmark if I get even you know a few points higher, or if it's like purely just into like operating system tasks. Anyway, um, I think we are about done here. Unless you want to talk about the chickens. Nah, nah. I think we're done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this rather rather ranty podcast. Definitely ranting, not just done by me. <laughs> yeah, or me. Most, mostly just me. Um, yes, thank you, everyone, for joining. Thank you, Frick Frock, for joining. Thank you, Simmons and Chris and Andrew, who's like gone to make some Japanese soup. And, and thank Martin. you, Martin. Thanks, Martin. Um, bye bye. Yeah. Well, Thank you, everyone, and uh, goodbye. Wait, we need to clap. We need to clap. We haven't clapped. Just cut it off like somewhere in the middle.